0: Con Radio presented by Wizard World,
1: radio for geeks. Arthur, I'll be in here. Quiet now, I'm recording. Hello, Tick here. <clears throat> you, my friend, well, if you're an evildoer, cover your ears, because you are listening to the Canned Air Podcast, which is nothing but keen spoon! All right Arthur, you can come out now.
0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of candair a tribute to comics and pop culture right here on Wizard World's Con Radio. I am Jeremy Colley. And I am Jack Doherty. And joining us today from the webcomic, The Birdlander, we have Aaron Walther and Ed Bickford. Thanks for being with us guys. Thanks, Thanks for having us. us. We're going to have a good show today. We're going to be talking about game shows in the Retro Roundtable. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, been on a Price is Right kick lately so, <laughs> for some reason, so... <laughs> Well, this seems like a natural move, so uh, we'll do that. Then we're going to talk about comics and the comic dump bin, excuse me. And then we're going to turn our attention over to Aaron and Ed and talk about the Birdlander. So, let's just kick it off with this week's Retro Roundtable. And away we go! Can <laughs> I
1: do that? <it> <laughs> Shut up!
0: Alright guys, game shows. There's a lot of good ones out there. Uh, the Price is Right has to be my favorite, I'd say. Probably everyone's favorite, right? That was always, yeah. The
2: big old long, it was always the longest one. It was the hour long one. Hour so.
0: long, yeah. And then uh, I think like once a year they have like the primetime special for a yeah. million dollars. It's That's like a two hour long episode. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, well, it's
3: still going too, isn't it?
0: Oh absolutely, yeah. I think uh, Drew Carey's been doing that nine years now. Isn't that hard to believe? That long already? Yeah, yeah.
1: Wow. I can't believe it's it been sh- that long.
0: I know. I, I heard that the other day. and I was like, "No way! It's been like three years, something like that." But
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I was shock
3: when I found out that he was one. He was going to be the one that took it over. You yeah, know, because I, I love the Drew Carey show. So. Yeah.
0: Oh, me too, man.
2: I think it, it kind of. It seemed like it kind of got a little drier once he was on. Unless he was, uh,
0: unless it was the episodes that I saw that he was still kind of get into the flow of it. He's funny now. I Is mean, he? Uh, yeah, he he makes you laugh. I, I can't really think of any uh, instances, but uh, yeah, he's good. He's good he, at it. I think
3: he just looks odd now, lost all that weight and everything, yeah, and yeah, like, like his you'd see his you always see his teeth and his glasses all
0: the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had a uh, like he dyed his hair like bleach blonde and uh, <laughs> like shaved the sides and like had a, like a shock on the top kind of mm-hmm. like a hipster haircut you know? I don't think he has that now but uh, he was rocking that for a while And he,
3: like, did he get veneers or something, too? Because he's got those teeth that just, like, seem to be, you know? Like Ross and Friends when he got his teeth.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They, like, glowing in the dark. (laughs) Well, he can do whatever the hell he wants. I love Drew Carey, and I love that show. I love uh, the Drew Carey show. What a Oh, man, what a great show that was. Anyway, back to game shows. <laughs> it's a shame
2: it's not on. That was the reason to uh, call off. Well, when you're home sick at school. To, oh yeah, to watch. man. There's a it's,
3: big old long block of game shows to watch, and then the soap operas. But oh well, yeah. It used to be. Is there still? Is there still game shows on? Or do you have to go to this game? The game show network to watch game shows. I
2: think it's all on the game show network now. Now it's all the 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 talk and the walk and the
0: chew and the bite and all those stupid women. Sitting around. Well, no, uh, Price is Right <laughs> is still on ABC or CBS. Yeah, Price oh, is yeah, Right still on. And, then, yeah. and, and then, like Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy and all that stuff. Yeah, those are the normal mm-hmm. primetime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shows. Okay. Wheel of Fortune, another good one. I can't believe Vanna's still flipping... Well, she's not flipping numbers or word letters anymore. She's She's got the the easiest job in the world at this point. I mean, it's all digital. She just has to kind of like gesture in its direction and it turns, you know?
3: (laughs) It's kind of like like Sigourney Weaver on um, (laughs) on Galaxy Quest.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was a good movie. I I want to watch that again. I've been meaning to since Alan Rickman died. That was Mm -hmm. a great movie. Mm, Yeah, it was. Uh, if, If I had to pick a game show to be on... Ooh, I don't know. It'd either be Price is Right or Wheel of Fortune, I think. I'd get slaughtered at Jeopardy. Well, same here. Anytime I think I might have the question, I'll say it. And I'm, actually, I'm just like referencing the answer. Right. It's, I'm usually totally wrong. And if I do get it right, I wouldn't have answered in the form of a question and given it to somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would have
3: been me. I do okay I, as long as they stay away from literary subjects and like French history. <laughs> <laughs> Potables. Yeah.
1: I would always think that I would like do okay at Jeopardy because I, I like like random trivia and then I'll watch an episode of Jeopardy and I'm like, man, this stuff is like really random and out there. I wouldn't know any of this. I, I don't know what I'm thinking. Like
0: you could sit and prepare for days and then yeah, just go yeah. get blindsided with a question.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: exactly. Yeah ancient roman history like okay okay, i'll study up on that and then all they do is ask you something about uh like botany and
3: (laughs) or or it's like oh it's like finally you get comic books on the thing and then all of a sudden one of the opponents is like stan lee or something right (laughs) right
0: do any of you guys remember um i think it was like early 2000s maybe late 90s uh, vh1 had rock and roll jeopardy yes Man, now, uh, that was a game show I would go on. Mark I,
2: McGrath was always on that one. Yes, yeah, he was. I yeah. forgot
0: about that. Good old, good-looking Mark McGrath. Oh, he's got to do something, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Sugar, Sugar. Ray's uh, too hip nowadays. <laughs> Could be wrong,
2: but I don't think so. I'd always have the urge if I was on Jeopardy to do, like, with the Saturday Night Live skits.
0: Oh, oh yeah. Name turd oh, yes. Something down on there. S-word for 400. <laughs> the rapist for 600. <laughs>
1: it, back
2: <laughs> Yeah, those were great. One game show I liked that didn't wasn't on for very long uh, was Press Your Luck. You know, we not were watching it. that last night in preparation. I forgot about that game. That was why I think the whammies were the best part of it. That's the only reason why I ever watched it when I was a kid. Seeing the yeah, cartoon <laughs> cartoon <laughs> screen.
3: Yeah. My wife bought that for the Wii.
0: <laughs> no kidding. I didn't know that was even out for the Wii. Not not me either.
3: Yeah, the the original Wii, not the Wii U, but the uh, the Wii.
0: Now, how'd that work again? You had to answer questions to get chances to spin.
3: I think so, yeah. And then you, you wanted to make sure you didn't get the no whammies, no whammies, stop, remember?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. it was the board that would light up around it, different, <laughs> different <laughs> right.
3: prizes or something like that. Right. <laughs> I oh, think man. the best, I think the match game would have been awesome beyond...
0: Now was that where you uh, they tried to suit you up with a a new like
3: suitor or something or no 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 that was uh, this is showing my age I don't know how old you guys are but I'm a I was born in seventy so I watched a lot of old old stuff uh, had um what was his name that was the host but he would have other celebrities on like um I think Charles Nelson Riley was on there and some. Fanny Flag, I believe. And it'd be like, old, old Stew is so old that one time he went to the doctor, blank. And then you'd have to fill in the blank and whatever the people would, uh, the, the... The uh, stars would sign in would, would, He was so old that the doctor said blah 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 And then you would have two people And if they said the same thing They got a point or something like that Oh that sounds familiar but it seemed like most of them were always drunk <laughs> <laughs> you almost have to be
1: <laughs> That was uh, Richard Dawson was the host yes, of that right? Yes Richard
2: Dawson Oh cool, yeah, yeah. The guy that liked no, to make out with people on the the Family, family Feud. feud.
3: Oh, okay, I knew that name
1: <laughs> sounded familiar.
3: Oh, Richard Dawson was actually, yeah, he wasn't the host, but he was one of the guys that was on there. Yes, you're right. That's too far back, huh?
0: Uh, the- well, you know, I remember tidbits of what you're saying there. Yeah. Did they sit across from each other?
3: No, they had like a, it was almost like um, Hollywood Squares, but was, there was only six of them instead of nine. So he had like, maybe it was eight. They had like four in the front, and then it, was, it looked like one of those old... 80s or 70s telephone things. Were the you know, I was just going to say, it. I just pulled
2: up a picture. And, yeah, <laughs> Jerry Lewis telethon. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
3: yeah, the picture I have has got Richard Dawson right in the front there.
0: Yeah, I
3: was thinking of him as a host. <laughs> Good call, Darren. Um,
0: I was thinking of password, I think, is what I was thinking of. That's where they sat right across from each other and tried to get yeah. the other person yeah. to say the word they had on their card,
3: right? But the password yeah. is... And that, and also, I, I always get that mixed up with the twenty five thousand dollar pyramid because they did the same thing, like for the to get to win the last money, right? Yeah, right. I had to sit there and get.
2: Well, they do that with a lot of game shows like that now. Like, mm-hmm. there's that one with uh, how the Irish do, or was he Scottish or Irish? It was Andrew Carey, that was his boss. Oh, Craig Ferguson. Craig, Craig Ferguson. Oh, Craig, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The celebrity name game or something like that. It's kind of that same deal. Really, yeah, yeah, name that name comes up behind the contestant, and they got to sit there and say who it is, but not where, where, what they've been in,
0: and stuff like that. They did a primetime show like that where they had rotating celebrity hosts, too, didn't they? For a short time, about a year or two ago. I'm not sure about that one. Hmm. You guys remember the uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple uh, from Nickelodeon? Oh, yeah. Late 80s. Oh, of course. Yeah, Yeah. that was good I watched that one a lot. (laughs) I wanted to run that obstacle course so freaking bad. That would have been
1: (laughs) so (laughs) fun.
2: Ah. Well, there's one that... Was that the one where it kind of looked like they were in a video game? It was all like done green screen somehow. No, they, they made it different. look like
0: it, it was like a uh, kind of like an open side dollhouse kind of effect. But it was like a Mayan temple. Mm, and right. you had to run kind of like through all these levels. stuff. Yeah. And there yeah. was like a great big Mayan head with glowing red eyes that would talk to you and tell you the game rules and stuff. And Kind of like a revamp of, was it, Fun House? That was the big house you
2: had. To yeah, yeah, again? actually. Very Not similar, like, similar to
3: that. Was that the, with the physical challenge? Uh, that was Double Dare. OK, I see was it? that yeah. at, at that time I was a teenager, almost in the military. So I didn't really watch that. A lot of this stuff, although I did see. Have you seen one called Hole in the Wall?
0: Hmm. Because
3: <laughs> I, I got kids and they got this new one where I don't think it's 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 gone past. But being, you know, binge watching on Netflix, the family gets out there and then they have this wall that comes comes towards you and behind you. It's like, oh, a, I know what you're a talking water about. Yeah. And they got a shape, and you have to put your body into that shape to fit through the hole in the wall, or else you get pushed off into the water and you lose.
2: Yeah, it's like a hole. It's kind of like a Tetris shaper or something like that. I have seen seen that. Gifts of that. I watched like clips of it with like a Japanese game show. It came from, I think, something like that.
3: That would be fun. Yeah. It looks. It does. It's not as funny as watching Wipeout, though. i was just going <laughs> to say
0: Wipeout. That's a show I would love to be on because yeah. even if you fail, you get to take a swim. They, awesome. You get cleaned <laughs> off in the end. Um, yeah.
3: No, no way. Every time I see that one guy, the one person always they had those like three little things that look like ice cream cones. Yeah. And they slip. They slip and they hit that. I'm like, there goes my back. I'm right there. My back's out, and I'm not making it. That's
0: true. I'd be sore for days. That's the best part of that oh, show yeah. is watching him biff so hard. Yeah.
3: Exactly. What was That's why I would never want to be on that show.
0: <laughs> what about American Ninja Warrior? Speaking of uh, Wipeout, like well, that was uh, very kind of similar. That's still on, isn't it? Yeah.
3: Yeah, oh, we had the... I think at the last Comic-Con I went to, they had him as the, the guy that actually finished everything, the the only person that's ever finished it. Oh, yeah. He's been touring touring around at cons. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. You ever see the video with the
2: streaker running through that? No. What? (laughs) There's a naked dude running through the whole course, and he was tearing it up. (laughs) He was doing it. It was so bad to watch. I mean, it was all edited, because I don't know if it was, if it made it on TV, or it was an outtake or something like that. But yeah, some naked dude started just (laughs) running through it. And it was towards the end, I think, security ended up grabbing him, but just he was <laughs> knocking it out, man.
0: Beat me, ever-living crap out of him. That'd be so funny.
3: Did you see the one with the with the, the first girl to ever make it past the first challenge?
0: Yeah. I yeah was I'm not amazing. sure. We watched the last season pretty heavy. That was really good. I just happened to catch it late at night, 11 o'clock. There's nothing yeah. on
2: there. We'll watch this for a minute. Watch these dumbasses
0: beat themselves up. The <laughs> 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 there was a show uh, that used to be on late at night on uh, the CW. ...called uh, Street Smarts. You remember that show?
3: Yes! yes. Oh, my God! That oh, was a cash
0: show. What's that? Is that one there? No, that was Cash Cab. That was Cash though, Cab. Yeah. No, I can't remember the name of the host of uh, Street Smarts. Let me pull my phone up here, see if I can find it really quick. But it, pretty much, they had uh, two or three contestants on a stage there. And he would ask them a question, and then they would cut to a video of them asking the same question to somebody on the street. And they that's had to right. answer it the
3: same to get points, I believe. Was that correct? If that's Yeah, and if if those people are our public, we are in big trouble, dude. Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> Let me just uh, fill the void there for you. We are in deep trouble. Yes, indeed. <laughs> no need to
2: worry about it. Looks like what, was it Jay Leno? He'd go on the street and ask questions, or was it Conan yeah, or something it, like that?
3: Yeah, it's just like that, except that they had contestants and they had the they had to match the answer or something like that, right? Or oh, they had to say whether, whether, no, they had to say whether they they were wrong or right with the that's with their answer, was, yeah. right?
0: That's, yes, you're right, right. you're right, because they'd ask him, like, what was the, like, the 23rd president, and they'd say what they thought, and is that correct or not?
3: Right. Yeah, yeah, and it'd be like, uh, Grover Cleveland, and it'd be like, is that right or not? And they're like, well, and then they have to guess, you know.
0: Yeah, now, okay, I I found it here. Frank Nicotero hosted that. That was so much fun. You couldn't go to bed without watching Street (laughs) Smarts. Oh, Yeah. And then you remember what came on after Street Smarts?
3: Uh, probably Melrose Place or some...
0: Sh- oh, no, no, it was another... It was Blind Date. Oh, jeez. Oh. <laughs> I always hated those dating games. <laughs> yes, well, this one was a- funny, though. It was like a dating game meets pop-up video. It was like they send yes. these two people out on a blind date, and throughout the whole thing, their little pop-up messages, like, making oh, fun of them and shit. Oh, right, yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> I, I mean, do remember that, yeah. I don't know yes, that have it... lost any sleep because of that show. Oh yeah, it's addictive. It's
0: addictive because there's some weird people out there, and then you think, why'd they pick this jerk off for this show? But uh, then you're like, oh, well that's why. <laughs> he made a fool <laughs> of himself.
3: It was either weird ones or they got so they got a well so long that they started getting all. Um, uh... Heavy petting and stuff in the middle of the in the middle of yeah. the date.
0: Yeah, and then the camera guy would just kind of wander off, and they'd like do an animation of <laughs> yeah. curtains shutting or something. I remember one yeah. in particular where there was this uh, younger girl who got matched with an older guy, maybe in his late forties or early fifties. And they had a decent time, but she took him back to uh, her apartment and took him into this room that had like a swing and all kind of bondage stuff in oh there. My. And <laughs> just on the spot, he just puts his hands up because goes, I'm out. And he just <laughs> left, walked right out of the house. It was so funny. Join <laughs> us next week when we see <laughs> <it>? <laughs> Let's see, see who else we can uh, gross out with these people. Uh, what about, uh, well, you mentioned Cash Cab. That was another good one. That was a cool one. I like that one. Yeah. yeah I like that one. We were in New York In the height of its popularity And my god I just I, Every time we got in a cab I was like Please, 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 please Please, please, please <laughs>
2: Were they all the like Van type cabs out there?
0: Um, Yeah, there were a lot of those And a lot of uh, just regular ones But uh, I thought he had a van and a No, you're right They were always in the van, weren't they? Yeah Hmm. I just love the, the ceiling, the roof in that car it's Yeah, so how it, it all lights, lights up. up Yeah, And how it scared the crap out of people when they turned it on Like, yeah.
3: what the hell is going on?
0: <laughs> I wonder how many people actually got in there like, no,
2: no, I don't, I don't want to do this Just take me a while I don't know yeah, or,
3: or didn't speak English
2: Yeah
0: <laughs> Like Japanese chorus or something Oh, you don't speak English? Get out Yeah, Get out <laughs> Trying to do a show here They <laughs> find
2: themselves in a whole well, bunch of you're trouble
3: wrong? Get
2: out! <laughs> it had to have been hard for him sitting there to a- ask the questions and stuff while he's driving, driving and trying to get in the right place and get through. Yeah, get I'm, through I'm surprised we stuff. didn't
0: see any accidents on the show.
3: <laughs> you got it right! Oh my god! <laughs>
0: <laughs> I need a especially was trying
3: to get out the money.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, because then he would like stop like at a light and then like. T- turn over the back seat With like a fistful of cash Like Yep Do you want to go double or nothing Or you just want to take it and walk
2: Well i got to get to this place so we're going to pass it up Because they'd have to drive around more
0: Yeah Yeah He'd Drive around the block
2: i surprised
3: console. he didn't get jacked
0: Yeah
2: Yeah serious Because he had to have
3: a lot <laughs> like, of money in that what? cab I Hey look gun, it's, it's the cab that's flashing
0: everything. lights That dude's carrying some look, dough I recognize that guy Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Okay guys I've got uh, I've got five trivia questions here To wrap up this segment here uh, just you just have to name that game show, okay? So, you buzz in. Yeah, you have to buzz in. So just say uh, just say buzz, okay? <laughs> All right. All right. <clears throat> Question number one. I don't see the answer, so I'm playing too. Let's
2: yeah, be, Jack's playing fair. too. <laughs> <All
0: right.
1: laughs>
0: okay. After its original host, this game show was hosted by Louis Anderson, Richard Carn, John O'Hurley and Steve this Harvey. Is- was. Yes,
3: um, family feud.
0: Correct. So. Richard Karn was a good host. Louis was terrible. Louis, ter- uh, he's just kind of grotesque <laughs> to look at. I mean,
1: yeah. I remember that, <laughs> that, that that cartoon, Life with Louie. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, I so I remember cool. one time like I watched a cartoon and then when I saw a picture of Louie like in real life, I was like, oh my god, that's that's like actually what he looks like. It's yeah. not really a like a cartooning
0: of it. Even in cartoon form he was gross to look at. Yeah. <laughs> Can I get that noise one more time?
3: Uh... <laughs> now you know why he lived with his mom. <laughs> <laughs>
2: There's a new oh, show man, he's in that He plays somebody's mom He plays a mom? Yeah Yeah it's a show called uh, Patches or something like that <laughs> oh <my laughs> Patches? Yeah it's got Zach Alfinakis in it He's some
0: clown And I think that's his, oh, his mom yeah. Or something like that I know what you're talking oh about I <laughs> wonder what the mom would sound like <laughs> <laughs> That's good That's good stuff Alright Moving on Next question here <clears throat> This high-action game show featured top athletes competing by completing physical challenges and obstacle courses like the gauntlet. Yes.
3: Uh, Gladiators.
0: Yes, that is correct. I was
3: wondering if that was going to be it.
0: (laughs) That whole challenge at the end with the tennis balls was always horrible. Oh, man, but that was the best one to watch. Because I was like, what are you doing? Don't go now. Don't go now. I wouldn't have gone now. I would have made it.
3: (laughs) But they always seemed to pick when he had like like it, there was a there was a split in the road. They always seemed to take the one where the one gladiator was behind them with the giant pad instead of going through the one with it was like free. You know, you were yes. just one.
0: All right, next question. This game show debuted in the late '80s and had two teams trying to guess what a contestant was drawing right in front of them. Buzz.
3: Oh, come on, guys.
0: Thank near? you. <laughs> no, win, lose, or draw. Oh, man. You said Pictionary first. I'll give it to you, though. All win, right. lose, or draw. That was correct. <laughs> Awesome! They did do a Pictionary one though, didn't they? Wasn't that a
3: game? Yeah, I thought they did.
0: Uh, yeah, I think they did. They they brought out Win, Lose or Draw, and then in the height of that's popularity, the Pictionary board game came out. Yeah, because I remember like my parents had to have it, and every other like set of parents that we knew had it. Like anytime there was like a get together, it was always freaking Pictionary. Wasn't the host for uh, Win, Lose or yeah. Draw Michael Seaver? What? The, oh, Al, uh, uh, Alan. Alan Pick, yeah, I think it was. <laughs> Gas not drawing.
3: <laughs> All I know is you never wanted to be on the same team as your girlfriend or your wife or whatever when you did that because at the end of the night you'd be fighting because yeah. you'd be lose. Oh like, yeah. I told, you, I told you, look like a car. <laughs> <laughs> There's an
0: episode of The Simpsons where Millhouse's parents were fighting at a <clears throat> dinner party where they were playing that. <laughs> <laughs> it's dignity, Luann. <Louis>, go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question here. <clears throat> this show had three kids who competed by answering geographical questions to catch a criminal mastermind. Uh, oh. Oh. What is it?
1: Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? Ding, 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 ding. Correct. Ah.
0: I love the theme song of that show. Oh, yeah. That's, Absolutely. Anytime I looked it up, that's, everyone was saying that acapella version. Yeah. But it's funny because I watched like an episode of it yesterday and there was an awkward moment like in the middle of of the show where it just breaks from the show and you watch these four dudes just bust out into song on stage it's like, what the hell is that about? I mean...
3: <laughs> Your pitch perfect
0: break. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Last question to end this segment. This game show that hit critical acclaim in the late 90s was hosted by a morning talk show host.
1: Buzz, who wants to be a millionaire?
0: That's the one! <laughs> oh my... <laughs> Talked is that your it.
1: final answer? <laughs> oh, I didn't even.
0: Yeah. I had it, and I could. Oh, I can't believe that went over my head. I could have done that. Darn it! I can't believe Terry Crews. You doing just, <laughs> you just, that you just
1: edit that, edit that back in.
0: There you go. Yeah, <laughs> the power of editing. Uh,
1: just cut me out. You say it. Cut that out.
0: Did you say Terry Crews is doing that show now?
1: Yeah.
3: What? Yeah. Yeah,
2: I don't know if he is now, but for a little while, like last summer, I think something like that. He was, yeah. Hmm. Is
3: he wearing a shirt? Oh, weird! Yeah.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah. Is that your final answer?
1: <laughs> muscles, muscles, muscles. Is he is he doing like a Regis Philbin impersonation? <laughs> no, he's he's straight laced,
0: normal yeah. guy. It was weird. I'd love to see Terry Crews do a Regis Philbin impersonation. Right, right. <laughs> that would be fantastic. I put that on my Christmas list, actually. That'd be really good. (laughs) All right. Well, that was a lot of fun. Uh, A lot of good game shows out there. I'm glad I was worried we wouldn't be able to fill the 20 minutes, but uh, looks like we did just fine. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, with that, let's just jump right into the comic dump bin. A lot of good comics to talk about this week, at least on our end. Um, Who would like to go first? Okay, I'll go first. (laughs) (laughs) All right, this week I uh, have The Goddamned, which is an image comic uh, by Jason Aaron, the same person who's doing the Star Wars series now, and some other stuff, which is really good if you're not reading it. And uh, R.M. Guerra and, uh, boy, I'm having, let me see, Guglia Brusco? I'm not good at names. Pick those ones with the weird names. Yeah, I really do. I don't think this has been out too long And uh, the cover of it, you just see a guy hunched over with an axe uh, A bunch of, you know, a bunch of bloody corpses around him Kind of like a Neanderthal looking fella So uh, I start reading it and it starts with a gentleman A guy who wakes up in a pond of crap in, Like feces and stuff Buck naked, face down <laughs> And uh, there's this little kid that finds him you know, Like, dude, what are you doing? You know, that's where, the, that's where the whole town comes to, you know Piss and do whatever they have to do <laughs> And he doesn't know how he got there, and uh, he ends up finding out that he was beat up, supposedly had his throat cut, and then left for dead in this pit by a gang of guys called the, uh, the Bone Boys, okay? But as he's sitting there finding this out, you can clearly see his throat isn't cut at all. And you're thinking, what the hell? You know, he's supposed to be dead laying in this pit, but he doesn't have a single scratch on him. That's another thing that stands out to everyone is that there isn't a scratch on him. So he sets out and finds these bone boys. And when he finds them, just one by one slaughters them and takes back everything that they stole from him. And uh, after that, he starts telling his story of who he is and comes to find out this is through the eyes of Cain, uh, from Cain and Abel, Adam hmm. and Eve's children. This uh, takes place 1600 years after Eden. Now, since he uh, killed his brother, you know, God's punishment to him was to uh, live forever. Since he invented murder, his punishment was to live forever. He could never die. So, his quest, he set out to try and find something that can finally kill him, that can end his misery. And the comic ends with him coming across a gentleman by the name of Noah, who's leading a whole long caravan of two of every animal you've ever seen. Hmm. So, yeah, I had no idea that it was tied into, uh, you know, biblical kind of stuff, but uh, it was a lot of fun. I think I'm going to keep on with it. The goddamned issue one before the flood. Neat. (laughs) Yes, neat indeed. (laughs) Now one of you guys have to go.
1: I, I i go i don't read a lot of um I, i'm a really bad like comic book reader i don't read a lot of stuff that's coming out like weekly sure but i do try to support a lot of kickstarters uh so i read a lot of books that eventually get mailed to me like a year after the fact because <laughs> <laughs> for various various reasons usually but uh that's nah, I, I love kickstarter though no nah, that's not that's not a dig at kickstarter
0: no absolutely uh, we we feel your pain we uh we wait on a many comic books open up my mailbox oh yeah <laughs> what the what the hell's this <laughs>
1: right yeah i i frequently i'll i'll go into my kickstarter and just like just double check like which projects did i fund over this last year and what should i be waiting on because i completely forgot like what kind of package i'm supposed to expect right i just recently got a book that was funded um probably last year not too long ago though it's called case file arkham i
0: never it's, heard of that
1: yeah it's it's a pretty it's a self-published book uh it's by oh one publishing it's written by josh finney and illustrated by patrick mckevoy and uh, it's a really simple pitch it's just a that's like a uh pastiche of hp lovecraft and um the detective writer Oh, I can't think of his name right now. Red the guy Falcon. who wrote um like Maltese Falcon and um, the classic film noir stuff. So it's a really it's a really simple mashup of just it's about a detective in nineteen forties America who gets hired to find this missing artist and there's all this like Lovecraftian and stuff going on below the surface of, you know, gods trying to break through into reality and stuff like that. It's it's pretty it's it's a really like it's a really easy uh selling point for me because i'm a big fan of lovecraft and film noir and it's it's one of those concepts that seems like i it has to have been done at some point but i can't think of anybody who has done it but i don't know i i'm not an expert on everything
0: (laughs) that sounds cool and what was that called again
1: it's called case file arkham
0: case file arkham very cool i'll go next go next (laughs) I guess uh, back in 2012,
2: Marvel did a bunch of... I guess they're one-shot graphic novels. A bunch of different uh, ones of their superheroes. And I've got Daredevil. And it takes place, I guess, earlier in his career when he's wearing the yellow and red suit. That's what he started out with. The book opens up with, of course, the flashback of how he got to be who he is. And right now he's still establishing that he's a superhero. He runs into a couple of uh, bad guys and... Pretty much everyone is always referencing Spider-Man. And oh, he's he's okay. getting mad. Mm-hmm. Uh, he runs into Electro, and they're like, Oh, yes, you're trying to be like Spider-Man. And he's like, No, he wears red, and he talks a lot more. Meanwhile, he's getting his butt kicked because he's not paying attention to what he's doing. Right. Uh, he runs into the Purple Man. He was pretty excited that he ended up beating him. Meanwhile, while he's at the lawyer's office, the priest that the church that he always goes to comes in and is looking for help because... Yeah, the city's going to close down the church because the lease is almost up. And they think that there's some kind of funky business going on with it. So he takes the case for nothing, of course. Foggy's mad <laughs> because they're taking it. I got to eat, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And meanwhile, they're trying to do the whole court thing while he's Matt Murdock. And at night, trying to find out what's going on with the whole thing. Ended up being pretty good at, at the end. He ends up getting his red suit. Which it makes them look scarier. They didn't really go into that. He just shows up and he's talking in his inner monologue. Yep, got my red suit now.
0: This was put in comic bento kind of to help promote the series too, right? Wasn't
2: uh, it? I don't know if it was. I think it was. I can't remember what the had to have been the around the same the time. book it was. Yeah, but it was good. It, it, after watching the, the the Marvel series, the the
0: Netflix series, it mm-hmm. it played out pretty much just like. The show did. That's a gorgeous series. I
3: can't wait for the second season to come out. I want to know how he gets away with doing all that without getting a sinus infection. Cause <laughs> oh, because I have a day job and I'm doing comics on the side. And I took on too much work this in the past two months. And, oh, man, I was staying up late at night, you know, fighting that crime. And uh, <laughs> I, got a I, got a, I got a sinus infection. And I'm like, some of these superheroes, I'm like, man, how do they... How do, you not, how do you not get sick after not getting any sleep the night before? And then have to, you have to go to do all that
2: stuff. The superpowers are keeping them. They eat their vitamins any, daily yeah. vitamins.
3: <laughs> Five-hour energy.
2: <laughs> there you go. Daredevil had the metal tub that he'd <laughs> soak himself in. Didn't you see that first Daredevil movie? Epsom salt.
0: Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> and pain pills. Epsom salt and Vicodin Lots and lots of Vicodin <laughs> <laughs> But yeah at the end of the
2: day At the end of the book He saves the day It was It was pretty good It 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 played out Kind of like how the The more the Netflix series went out Minus a lot of the The violence I mean he It would just be Daredevil flying around With his batons Right But still Beautiful uh, Beautiful
0: book too That looked good on the shelf Nice uh, hardback Yeah it was hardback too Which made it real nice
3: Very nice Cool Alright And that might- left one you gonna laugh, but um, Uncle Scrooge, uh, issue four seventy five.
0: I'm not gonna <laughs> laugh, my friend. Uh, are you talking like the old uh, Carl? What was it Box or Barks? I think,
3: I think these are. Um, yeah, I looked at the title page, and it. I can't remember. if it Said fifty eight or fifty two. So it's 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 in the it's in the fifties. And uh, oh, yeah, Uncle Scrooge, be. and then they discover that there's a second moon behind, right directly behind our moon, since its title. And it's made out it of solid gold, and Uncle Scrooge decides he's going to race up there and go get all that gold. But of course, there's a—I think the the Rajah of Soreye and I don't know what the Texas guy is, and then you got the Beagle Brothers, and they're all decided the they're trying to Aww. race up to that moon and get all the gold. And they're basically it's the space race to get up there in outer space. And uh, I, I read that today. Uh, actually, today because uh, my four-year-old would not lay down to take a nap, so I was like, "Let's read this." <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, those old uh, Scrooge books are man, they're really good. I mean, some of the newer oh ones gosh. are okay. I yeah, it's so funny you said that. Just two days ago, I was at the comic book store and I was looking through the ones that were on the shelf, like the newer issues. Because sometimes when you have like a newer incarnation of an old character, the cover looks brand new, but when you look mm-hmm. inside, that you know it's just reissues of classic. Mm uh issues right not the case now, it not... looked
3: like it looked like it was still the old uh the old inks, but it looked like they might have just had a uh, more modernized coloring on it because I it see. didn't have it didn't have the uh the pixels the pixelated or whatever how they colored back then it was actually solid, so it looks like they had someone that the digitally colored it but it was yeah it was not it was not the tone dots, but it was the inks are just i'm like. I realize it's cartoony, but the inks in it just—I'm like, oh my gosh, they look so good.
0: Oh, I'm jealous. I want to read some of those. It's hard to find them without buying like a great big thick Thick trade, you
3: know. I I, just—I forget where I found it. I think I was at the comic book store one day, and I was buying stuff for me. And I and I was like, well, the kids want some stuff too, and I picked up, and I saw that one, and I picked it up, and I didn't realize what I was buying, and I was like, wow, this is actually old, good stuff instead of just you know watered down. You know the the new Scooby Doo, whatever you want to call it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, man. I uh, yeah, I am a big fan of uh, Uncle Scrooge and the Ducktales and all that stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Especially like the video game that was fantastic for Nintendo.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Did, that was a classic. Uh, oh
0: really? Absolutely, a great game. Huh. And even better now is uh, they remastered it and released it on iOS. I, I know it, it might be on the. Uh, Android, Android or whatever, but uh, yeah, oh. it's it's $10 to download with all these remastered graphics and uh, added levels. I've played through it like three times. It is a fun <laughs> game. You should you should try it out. Oh, sweet. I'll to write that down. Yeah, absolutely. All right. That was awesome. Another uh, very rewarding comic dump mm-hmm. bin. So with that, we're going to get into something we've had to skip for the last few episodes, but uh, it's going to be refreshing to get back into...
2: Real World Heroes! Jack, who do
0: we have this week? Brendan Garman from Poplar Buff, Missouri. And what has Brendan done to deserve a spot on our wall of justice? Well, listen and I'll tell you. (laughs) I'm all ears. (coughs) Teacher
2: Madonna Kenzer of Oak Grove Elementary School in Poplar Buff was using a projector in class, and she didn't realize that she was allergic to the fumes from her pen. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is not very funny. Okay. <laughs> it's serious, guys. Uh, the fumes caused her to have an asthma attack during class. Her throat began to close and she started to pass out, fell on the floor. Okay, that's not funny. Yeah. Uh, she tried to get to her desk to get to her inhaler, but before then she passed out. And Brendan said he was starting to get worried, ran over to her purse, grabbed her inhaler, came over, and shot her in the face with it a couple times.
0: <laughs> yeah, you might want to reword that. Reword it. that yeah. <laughs> <Grab it. laughs> Doesn't sound like a hero. That's a bunch of dirty guys. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> She's
2: down. Get her. <laughs> he ran over, grabbed her purse, grabbed her inhaler, and gave it to the teacher and saved her life. Wow. He saw it in a movie called "Are We There Yet?" I don't. I don't. I don't. I think it had Cedric the Entertainer in that one. Maybe I don't remember. Um, it sounds familiar, but I something can't like that.
3: Cute.
2: But uh, yeah, he told the teacher If I didn't see that movie, I wouldn't have known what to do
0: And
3: huh. after
2: that, he said So, TV's not so bad, huh? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so there you have it, folks TV saved another life
2: But at the at the end of the whole thing It turned out that Brendan is autistic Oh, wow, so, really? Yeah, the fact cool. that it, he ended up Coming out of his, like his, guess, shell,
0: basically Yeah And being able to yeah. pull that off was pretty big deal That's amazing Yeah
3: that's a yeah. good wrap-up right there. I mean, yeah. Just, yeah,
0: you should have said that earlier. <laughs> no, no. Wouldn't have had the same effect. <laughs> wow, that's very cool. Brendan, his name was. Yes. And for that, Brendan, you have found a spot on our wall of justice. In the hall of heroes. So, yeah. Good eye, Brendan. Keep up the good work, buddy. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, let's just turn our full attention over to Aaron and Ed and talk about the webcomic Birdlander. Thanks again for being with us, guys. Thanks for having us. Oh, we're
1: glad to be here, yeah.
0: And uh, thanks again for sending us a copy of the Birdlander. It was a lot of fun to read that, and uh, you've really set us uh, set us up for issue two. I, I'm really anxious to see it. Heck
1: yeah. Oh, thank you. Thanks.
3: So
0: we, uh, we've we had an int- introduction to Birdlander, but for our listeners who don't know about the Birdlander, can you uh, tell them about it?
1: Yes. I, I guess that's my job, since I'm the writer. <laughs> 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 uh the Birdlander is a post-apocalyptic comic about a young woman who is searching for a legendary figure. And uh, it, it basically i it follows two narratives. It follows the story of uh, the girl searching for this figure known as the Birdlander, and then each issue... We'll have a flashback of somebody telling a story about the Birdlander, and we'll kind of get a glimpse into uh, who he is and kind of his life from the perspective of these other people that claim to have met him or seen him.
0: Right. What I really liked about it, too, was that uh, you didn't uh, – how to to phrase this? You didn't lead the – Reader to believe the Birdlander Was good or bad in one way Like you're saying it's going to be pieced together Through people's uh, interactions with You know the actual mm-hmm. character so You know he could be a really good guy He could be a bad guy and in this In the first uh, issue that you uh, Sent us here you know you have two Different people with two different views of this Character mm-hmm. already you're just kind of left well I've got to read more i got to find out <laughs> If he actually is good or if he's bad <laughs> Or what was that weapon he was using You well, know the last line given in the book I was like, oh jeez. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he's not a myth, you know, he's real but what who is this person? It's it's brilliant. I love it. So where does the well, idea I, come from for the Birdlander?
1: I, I think the the idea really started uh one year Ed and I met at a convention and we were talking about collaborating on something and we were just talking about different types of comics and movies and stuff that we like, like westerns and you know science fiction stuff, and um, he told me all about this idea for a story he wanted to do. And I went home, and I was like, "Oh, I've got this idea, like for this story." And he goes, "Well, no, that's my story." And I said, "Okay, well, hang on, I'll come up with something else." And so, I uh, <laughs> I basically just kind of came up with this very similar story, but with different characters to, to what he described to me. And I don't it was know what originally the story was now <laughs> uh, that was you you had this story about uh, like the Diesel Man. You remember that? Oh,
3: yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. But um, anyway, so I we came up with this story. It was just going to be like a 10-page short, just a short story. Uh, initially, it was this the flashback in the first issue. That was really just this first story that I came up with. And uh, it really was, you know, just a short story. And um, it took us a while to kind of get going on it because Ed and I are – well, Ed's busy, and I um, am slow – <laughs> and uh, and uh, as things always go with me, the, the longer I sit on a story, the more it grows, and it gets bigger and bigger. And after about a year, we hadn't started on this 10-page, and I kind of went to Ed, and I was like, you know, I got an idea. This could be like a full-on series. It, it just kind of went from there. But I think the biggest thing... Uh, that like really helped this story grow uh, is kind of just stuff that I've noticed in, in the way a lot of people interact with each other online there's this uh, increasing sense of uh, people like uh, wanting to just like not listen to other, another person's perspective there's just so like this I, I just find it fascinating that like we live in the age of the internet and it seems like people are trying to not communicate with each other more than ever
0: it's true. I mean, think about like any time, you know, go ahead.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I was just going to say like, anytime you like, you know, like, I mean, heaven forbid you should wander into like a political discussion online that. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, th- there's got to be a billion other things you can be doing with your time. That's better than that. But right. You know, just even when you feel like just talking about like comic books, you know, something inconsequential, not to say that comics are inconsequential, but uh, you know, you'll have somebody like, will post like a, you know, like a source for something. And somebody will immediately say, well, I kind of have to listen to that because that's from somebody I don't like. Right. And it just seems like there's this weird communication breakdown. So I really wanted to do this book just about uh, perspective and trying to not, uh, trying to show all these different characters and they come from different places and they cast their own interpretations on the events that are happening around them. And so the main character the young woman named sumi uh it's sort of up to her to try and like make sense of it all and figure out like what what can she trust what can she not trust uh you know where does where does all these different perspectives match up with her own perspective and so on and so forth
0: it's a lot of fun i cannot wait to read more into it draw it's neat at the very end then she ends up meeting him and then kind of see him at the end
2: how it all pans out
1: well yeah. We're gonna string that along i think as, as long as we can uh I, we, I don't want to i don't want to give away the ending exactly no, but, no, 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 no.
0: <laughs> come on i thought that's why you were here
1: but I, I also i also don't want it like i hate uh i hate tv shows or or like ongoing series that have like a very like specific like this is the goal and then you know 20 years later they still haven't achieved the goal because the show is so successful that yeah or, or they achieve it and then it just like gets routinely undone and they have to do it again. right so it's a, it's a it's a difficult balancing act but you know we're only in the first issue so I think we got a little time <laughs>
0: Now this is uh, this comes from your web comic uh, at thebirdlander.com right and you release every uh, Monday and Thursday a new page?
1: Yes. Uh, it, except except that this week we're going to have to take a, a, a skip this week because uh, Ed had just mentioned that he had been sick last week and got it behind on some other projects. So I'm gonna, I'm scrambling to find something to put up in the interim. But, yes, every <laughs> Monday and Thursday uh, we're posting new pages.
0: Very cool. And then after they've been out, after you put, like, a, a whole issue out online, then you release it in the, the paperback form? That's how it works?
1: Yeah, well, what we're doing is um, – yeah, we're put. It's all online. Uh, we're releasing. We're collecting PDFs of the issues when they're finished, and we've got them on our Patreon account for uh, people that are are pledging, supporting us on Patreon. You can just read like a, a high quality PDF of it of each chapter if you want as they finish. And then we are going to be printing very small numbers of the individual issues, just to take around to some local conventions and to have a presence. Our real goal is to get these. It's it's a five issue series, so our real goal is to get these first five issues done and uh, print up a nice trade paperback.
0: Now, is this something you plan on uh, just selling on your website? Is it something that will be in stores eventually, or
1: uh, we're we're looking at our options. Um, I'm right now. I'm 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 a terrible businessman personally, and <laughs> I, like my goal my goal is to just get the thing made and uh, then we can kind of see uh, where we can go. It definitely will always be available on our website. I, I don't want to say too much. We've been talking to a few publishers about you know, what our options might be with it. We, we don't have anything set in stone, but like for right now you can read and get everything at our website, thebirdlander.com.
0: Yeah, and and the Patreon page is a a good thing for listeners to do, too, because it's it's like a measly $5 a month, and that gets you the PDF and, like you said, the hard copy issue.
1: We're not mailing out the hard copy issue just yet because we haven't haven't gotten printed out yet, but that's something that we're looking to add on to our Patreon. Our Patreon is really small, bare bones right now. It's basically just a tip jar. I see. (laughs) But we're looking to build it up... yeah, we got it. We yeah. got to compete. There's some people on Patreon, man. They got a slick operation going.
0: Is that right? I've never looked oh. into Patreon. I have to look into that.
1: I just yeah. I just don't have
3: the time to look into that. I, mean, I would love to help that out, but I'm just so busy drawing all the time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, between yeah, Ed's Ed's drawing. Ed draws every minute of the day, even when he's at his day job. He's drawing. Don't don't tell us. <laughs>
0: <why>. <laughs> It'll be our little secret. <laughs> Another uh, cool thing on the Patreon page is the video. It's like a four-minute video of uh, Ed drawing a, like a robot-looking character.
3: That was my first attempt at making a, uh, a movie. And I had my son help me, and he got tired of holding the cam- the, the iPad at first, so we decided to, to set it up on the tilted drawing table. Oh. And halfway through it, I didn't. Re- I was like, "Why are you keep on taking? Why are we taking this in one take?" And he was like, "Oh, blah, blah." And so I finally, had- when he got bored, he- I had to take it over. And there's one point I was drawing, and the the iPad fell off the table. And so I put it back up, and I thought I would taped the rest. And so that's why it goes from like three quarters of the way done to done at the end is because <laughs> I didn't realize it wasn't recording when I put the iPad back up on the on the table, and I was like, "Ah," so it was. I thought it was a successful first time ever editing video and adding music to it. Oh, yeah, it was yeah, really definitely. cool. We watched it a oh, few thanks. times, yeah. and we're
0: uh, probably going to put it on the website if that's all right with you.
3: That's fine. I, I, sure. I think um, we intended on doing more. I even bought, like, a little arm thing that goes on my, my drawing table now to to record. So probably probably next month uh, we'll start putting out uh, movies, won't we, Aaron? Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. We- yeah you have to let us know That's we can uh, link them and put them on the website mm-hmm.
3: and, and, and the goal was to get like a to do the movie and then also um, to go like a meerkat or a google hangout or something while I was working and just kind of make that one of the patron uh, mm-hmm. the pa- um, rewards as well just very to cool. hang out very cool
1: Hang out with rock star Ed while he's drawing.
3: <laughs> yeah. Get my sinus infection. Woohoo.
0: <laughs> Get a drawing and sinus infection.
3: <laughs> yes. Only $5.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, another interesting detail I found on the website there was uh, Aaron, you have a podcast yourself, right?
1: I do, yes. Uh, it's called Comic DNA. And uh, it's. I, it's a pretty loose podcast. Like, it, it's a pretty small operation. It's just me and whoever I can trick into talking with <laughs> me about comics. <laughs> um, but uh, I usually I try to find other comic creators. Uh, you know, other other indie guys that are self publishing stuff, mm-hmm. and we just talk about talk about books that we like. And I try to give it a like a bit more of a, a perspective of like having a, a discussion about the work as opposed to just like giving a review of it. Cause I mean, there is lots of people reviewing comics and I don't have enough time to actually like sit down and read all the new stuff and, and review it and to give people's opinions on what they should buy. So most of it is just kind of random, just like whatever, whatever people want to talk about or whatever I happen to be reading or pull off my bookshelf. A lot of it is stuff that, uh, uh, was is like influential on me. I try. I try to give it that kind of an angle. So, people that do perhaps like my work. I think there's one or two of them out there. They can listen to my podcast and find out what kind of books I like.
3: Very cool. And that he likes the word trope.
1: Yes. I I say <laughs> the word trope a lot.
0: <laughs> <coughs> oh, that's funny. Well, we can uh, put a link to that on our website too, right?
1: Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. That'd be fantastic.
0: Very cool. So I, you guys had mentioned you uh, have been doing cons. Do you have any upcoming con dates that you'd like to advertise?
1: We've got uh, a couple that we're planning for this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're we're gonna do Planet Comic Con in Kansas City. I uh, Ed, do you know remember that when that is?
3: Uh, is that the twenty second of May?
1: It's it's in May. I know that.
3: Yeah, it's um it's the end of May. I know that. I want to say it's because I it took over the Spectrum because they moved Spectrum from there into San Francisco now. So I want to say I want to say it's the weekend of the 22nd
1: of May. And then and what we were doing about, what was Craig's con? Oh,
3: that's uh, is that fan con. And it's it's in uh, Lawrence, Kansas on April 2nd. Very cool. So a couple of uh, different places for people to come and
0: check you out and meet you guys. Uh, find out more about the Birdlander. Awesome. Well, guys, this has been a heck of a good time. Uh, I want to thank you both for being on the show with us today.
1: Oh, thank you. Thanks for having
0: us.
3: us. It was a lot of fun.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That it was. And I want to remind uh, listeners to go to uh, www.thebirdlander.com. Check out the webcomic again uh, every Monday and Thursday. And uh, go to patreon.com backslash thebirdlander to, uh, you know, give a little support to these guys. And you guys are on Twitter as well, right? What are
3: your handles? I'm uh, Edwin Bickford on Twitter.
1: I am A.A. Walter on Twitter.
0: There you go. Many different outlets for these people. So, uh, guys, again, thanks for being with us today.
1: Wow, thanks for the support.
0: Jack, what do we got on the website?
2: Go to www.candairpodcast.com where you can see show highlights, guest info, listen to the show, follow us on our social media, visit the Wall of Justice and see the Hall of Heroes. Check out our video page and see some of our YouTube videos if you want a quick laugh. And if you want to be a guest and promote your work, send us an email
0: on our contacts page. Don't forget to find us on Twitter at CannedAirPod and on Instagram at canned underscore air. Uh, I think Jack covered everything else there. Uh, This coming uh, Saturday, February 27th, we are going to be at the Wizard World Con in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, We're going to just be walking around as press, talking with people. But uh, should you recognize us, come up, tap us on the shoulder, say, hey, we would love to talk to some listeners. That'd be great. Con Radio. Don't forget to check out Con Radio. A lot of other great shows on there. Modern Geek Show is, I think, shaping up to be one of our favorites mm-hmm. amongst others. Not that it's our favorite, but <laughs> we love you all. <laughs> don't just listen to us. Listen to them, too. Yeah, 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 exactly. But anyway, uh, I think that's going to do it for this week. So until next time, I am Jeremy Collie.
1: I'm Jack Doherty. I'm Ed Dickford. And I am Aaron Walter.
0: Thanks for listening, everyone.
3: Throw the ball over here, Mervyn. Whoops.
0: Let's tell Mom Billy did it. Hold on there, Mervyn. Wow, it's Flint! It's one thing to break a window, but it's another to blame simple Billy. You should be inside listening to the Candair podcast. What about the window? I guess you shouldn't have broke it. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle.
1: GI Joe! Uh. <laughs>